Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bobby. We'll talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventures. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Clark and I are here with Kirby, Cal, and Kit uh, talking about Mark today, last chapter of the book, Mark mm-hmm. 16, and what stuck out to us. For sure. And before we dive into Mark 16, I actually want to set yeah. it up by going back to yesterday's scripture reading from Mark 15. And Kit's here talking into the microphone, too. What, liked it too. Yeah, you liked it, too. What stands out to me from Mark 15 is if you go to verses 13 and 14, is just the magnitude of Jesus' opposition. Imagine Jesus has been beaten, he's hurting, he's alone, he's been betrayed, and he has a crowd, multitudes. We don't know if it's hundreds or if it's thousands or how many thousand, but people are screaming, essentially, kill him, crucify him, crucify him. And what hit me as I read it yesterday's is verse 16 from Mark 15. It says the soldiers led Jesus away into the palace and they called together a battalion of soldiers. Or if you're reading the NIV, it's a whole company of soldiers. Do you know how many men that is? No. That is is 100. One, one, (laughs) close, one-tenth of a legion. And a legion is 6,500 soldiers. So Jesus was encircled, being mocked and ridiculed, by over 600 of the most dangerous men in the world, trained soldiers. Mm-hmm. And they are mocking him, hail king of the Jews. They're spitting on him. That's when they take his clothes. And verse 31 and 32 of yesterday's reading, it, they're, they're again mocking him going, he saved others, but he can't even save himself. I'm just blown away by like the humility of God. And how he could have just winked and laid them all out mm-hmm. or snapped his fingers and mm-hmm. called millions of angels from heaven down. And he continues to take it and he takes it because he loves us. And so just the magnitude again of Jesus' opposition, that's in the, the earthly realm. Think about the spirit realm. Right. How he, Satan's trying to, to cause as much pain, division. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yet Jesus has his eyes set on the cross. He's there. He knows what he's doing and he does it because he loves us. And so now Mark 16, we get to talk about the resurrection. Yeah. That's a lot more exciting. Yeah, thank goodness for that. That 16 comes after 15, that Jesus resurrects. One thing that really... You want to say something, Kit? I think Kit has a message that's really important. Do you have a message you that you want to say? about the resurrection? Okay. <laughs> oh, one thing that just stuck out to me right away... Oh, and horses too. Um, in the first verse of Mark 16, <laughs> uh, we're going to see how good you guys are at multitasking, listening to me and Kit. Mommy. Here, What's come here. Do you need a snacky? No, no, Oh, let's see. I was talking to you all. Cal in the back. Hang on, you guys. It's quieting down. What's just so... um, uh, There they go. Okay, you guys, what stuck out to me in the beginning of Mark 16 here, literally the beginning of verse 1, starts like this. When the Sabbath was over. And I stopped there, you guys. And I thought, hmm, how does Mark sound... Um, excuse me, how does Matthew sound? How does Luke sound? Because 
Uh, some of them say um, it was the first day of the next week, you know. But it was so curious to me that this stuck out in a major way. When the Sabbath was over, because what has just happened? Well, Jesus has just died on the cross. And then from what we're... <laughs> okay, okay, shh. From what we're understanding in this text... Um, you guys, this is what it's like here. So (laughs) the background is usually quiet for you because we try to do that on purpose, but it's usually like this. It's usually full of noise. (laughs) So this is why we really got to seek the Lord and, uh, yeah, and his voice because it is noisy everywhere else. So what's amazing about this is Jesus has died and he has not yet resurrected. And in between those days, between his death and and his resurrection is this day of Sabbath. It has not occurred to me before that that is the day that was between, you know, we talk about it, Emmanuel, we have Monday, Thursday, um, and then we kind of go, there's like this day of just kind of mourning. And then people will say like, well, what do you do on, you know, Friday he dies. What do you do on Saturday? What do you do like in that day that's in between? Well, we're reading that in the Bible when this happened, it was Sabbath. So literally they rested. And it says, I think in one of the other gospels at the end of 15, it says they were obedient to the commands, meaning Mm -hmm. like they, they didn't prepare the spices. They didn't like prep the body. It was literally, um, an actual Sabbath that they took. And why I was so encouraged in that is because when when stuff is hitting the fan, you guys, because essentially that is what has happened. The Messiah, the guy that they thought, you know, was going to be the one, like their idea of it, that, that hasn't happened yet. He's he's dead. He died. And so literally worlds are crumbling, like falling apart mm-hmm. just internally. And instead of going out, you know, and like, what are we doing? We got to do stuff. We got to, you know, in our own power, yeah. try and fix this. No. They had Sabbath mm-hmm. and they rested. And then the next day is when they went, they were going to adorn the body. They brought the spices and that's the resurrection. Mm-hmm. And so I'll, I'll add, because at the heart of Sabbath, like words that I would use to describe yeah. Sabbath are, like you said, rest, but also worship. Sure. Dependence. Like you just said, not yes. on our own power, but on God's power. And I'm not sure about you listening, but when I'm hurting or I'm mad, like those are the last things I want to do. Let me just sit in my pain. Yeah. You go cope. You watch TV. You work out. You go eat a bunch of food. You, or you figure out how I'm going to make this right. You try to fix like, it. Oh, I'm going to get those Romans. Yeah. You just wait. And that's just not happening here. And that's not at all what's happening. And so I was just super encouraged literally in the first, what, five words of Mark. And you guys, another just little encouragement in this too is sometimes uh-huh. we think like, oh, you know, I know this story. I know how this goes. I've read this before. God bless us. God bless us when we say that because he's so gracious and merciful. Yeah, you might have known it or you might have heard the story, but there's new and intimate ways that Holy Spirit will lift things from the text that you will discover. And this is a perfect example of that. I haven't really spent time thinking about the Sabbath between those days. And so... So that's what stuck out to me. Hmm. Uh, just those first five words from um, the beginning of the chapter. And then, it, I mean, it goes on. And like Clark said, it talks about the resurrection. And just we, Clark was kind of sitting in this question of why, why is this like so important? Mm-hmm. Like the resurrection. Why is this so important? Yeah. And so 
I was actually talking to the kiddos about it. So, hey, Cal, come over here. Kirby, why... We were talking this morning. Why is the resurrection important? And, like, why is it important to you? What does it mean? That we get saved. We get saved? Like, Amen. meaning that, that Jesus forgives our sins? Mm-hmm. Yeah? And he... He was... um He was saving us from our sins and um going yeah. to someday come back to earth and be with us and we are going to be with him and we get to once we die we directly get to go to him that's right and we get to go to him that's mm-hmm. right because mm-hmm. you remember is, is god dead right now nope nope he's alive is great grandpa corver is he dead right now no no he's with jesus right he's alive yeah. That's awesome. Cal, do you have anything? You want to come over here and talk into the microphone about the resurrection? Oh, not, not yet. You're still chewing your animal crackers? All right. If you think of anything, you come over and talk to us, okay? But that, thanks, Kirby. That was really good. But I think, just like Kirby said, the resurrection is so important um, because God not only pays for the penalty of our sins, like Kirby said, because Jesus dying accomplished that. But his resurrection shows that he defeats death. Yeah. So it's actually twofold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like Satan's been officially defeated, and one day he's going to be uh, completely annihilated. But not only did our penalty get paid for, death's been defeated, so now we don't have to fear death. Mm-hmm. Oh, death, where where is your sting? You've lost your sting. Mm-hmm. And and like Bobby, you're talking about Genesis, how kind of going full circle, going all the way back to the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus, I mean, one of the pictures that I have in mind is just uh, how Jesus completely restored the brokenness that happened in the garden with mm-hmm. Eve. And if you remember, one of the ways that um, the evil one tempted Eve was to have her question, you know, the goodness of God, the person of God. Okay. And she she was questioning that. While she's questioning that, the statement comes up, well, if you surely eat from this tree, you, you'll die. And the intention there, you guys, is that our... We were not meant to die. No. When you see that, we are meant to live forever. Forever. In relationship with God. God. That's right. So that relationship gets fractured in the beginning. And now Jesus has completely restored that. Now the resurrection has happened. Mm -hmm. That it's not just life to death. It's actually life to life. Mm -hmm. And it's... um, that's something that my mom will say sometimes that really, you know, as we take our, our last breath here on earth, we're taking our first breath in glory. Amen. And how, yeah, it's the picture, you know, Jesus has made a way now because there there wasn't, the door wasn't open. Yeah. It was sin and, you know, the evil, we, that door was closed. And so it was life to death. But now Jesus had, has come and made a way and it's, mm-hmm. it's life to and life. And I, I appreciate that how... We don't have to ra- wait for us to die to experience like the glimpses and foretaste of that resurrection life. You get to experience yeah. a little bit of that right now. And so when you repent of your sins and you believe in Jesus, the Bible talks about us being dead in our trespasses mm-hmm. in Ephesians or dead in our sins. And it also talks in Colossians about what Jesus Christ did to sin and did to Satan. He, he did disarm yeah. them, made a public, public spectacle of him. Mm-hmm. So when you repent of your sins and you say yes to Jesus, you get to experience resurrection life right now. Meaning yeah. there's, there's new rules. There's new freedom. There's a new way of life. There's a relationship you've been called to. It's exciting. It's good. And like Bobby said, when our time on earth is done, like our time with the Lord in glory forever uh, begins. 
And so that's the second um, kind of side of the coin there is you get, you get resurrection life right now, but you get resurrection life forever. Mm-hmm. I appreciate what, um, what, what Kirby said and just talking about great grandpa Corver. He's alive. He's with the Lord. He's better. He had a change of address, but um, he wouldn't want to come back to earth right now if we had a chance to talk to him. And he's with the Lord, and uh, that just gives me a lot of hope. Because you don't know what the world's going to throw to you. Unexpected tragedy, loss, sickness, disease. Um, God's with us in the midst of it, and he's preparing us for our future. And so, what's up, Cal? God rises from the dead because he wasn't dead. Because God helped great-grandpa to survive so he mm-hmm. won't be died forever again so we can see him when we are grandpas and we go up ain't the end the end that's good man because one day you and i are going to be grandpas probably huh and then when we die where do we go he's he's pointing up you gotta go to heaven to be with with jesus most importantly what are you saying? One, three, one, four. Oh, you're counting numbers on the five, computer screen. Five, six, seven, <laughs> yeah. eight, We're at 13-minute mark right nine, now. That's what Cal's telling you, ten, essentially. 20, well, do you have anything else to say about the, the, the resurrection? I hope God feel better. I hope um, Grandpa feel better because his heart stopped working. And he will never, and he, he can still breathe, and uh-huh. so he can... Um, resurrected for the life so he can help God so God can mm-hmm. resurrect mm-hmm. for the life so he can save people and mm. protect people from any kid is scared or uh, harmless. That's, amen. Amen. That's right. But he, Cal kind of talked about the new bodies. We can talk about that another day. But when you resurrect, God promises to Give us our new bodies. So um, that's what we got today. One last thing, kind of an, actually we could use your help. We're looking to promote the podcast, and Bobby and I do a bad job of that. But if you're listening, if you'd be interested in helping us film like a 20 to 30 second promo video, um, I can get you connected to our media and our communication team as to like how you meet the Lord in your scripture reading and kind of digesting the podcast. Yeah. Um, like how the Lord uses that to bless you and other mm-hmm. people. We would we could use your help. So if you're interested in doing that, just reach out to us privately, and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah. But I think that's all we got. Thanks for listening, you guys. Have a blessed day. The Lord bless you and keep you. Don't make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give him his peace. Have a great day.